Hi, I'm Kiki. And I'm Kemi. And you're listening to Your Advisors Will See You Now, a podcast that will help you to figure out all of your options for life after high school. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Your Advisors Will See You Now. We are doing another relevant ramble for our international series. And just to throw the little plug in, our relevant rambles are relevant topics to either what's going on in education, higher education, or if they're just relevant to what topic we're on at the time. So this is, yeah, this is still going with our international series. And today we're going to be focusing on essentials to pack with you when you are studying abroad. Um, We're using this website that Kimmy found. It's really comprehensive, Um, but it's titled The Ultimate Study Abroad Packing Guide from GoOverseas.com. So I will let Kimmy start with the first one. So we're going to go like over just some of the ones that they provided, and then we'll kind of go into others in in more detail. Yes. So numero uno. So the biggest thing item you need to pack in order even for you to leave the country is you need to make sure you pack your passport. And in addition to your passport, also make copies as well. So I would say like make a copy um, so you have a paper copy and also like take pictures on your phone. Um, so that's going to be the biggest thing to have on you. And then depending on the location that you're going to, they may require a type of visa. So if you're also in some kind of study abroad program, they will educate you on this. So that way you're able to go uh, and start that program. But for different places, different locations, there's different visa requirements. Some require a letter for you to get into the country. Some require that you just bring your passport and then you fill out a form when you get there. And that form you have to hold until you leave. So make sure you're up to date on that information and you're ready to go. But that is the number one item. You do not want to be in another country without your identification. You mm-hmm. do not want that. Yeah. Side note, side story. My pastor was telling a story like months ago about his daughter was abroad with one of her friends and they got robbed. They got mugged, robbed and lost like everything, like passport, all that stuff. But like, thank wow. God they were able to go to the consulate. Like there yeah. was, it was like, Somebody knew somebody that was like, oh, just go here and somebody will help you there. But I feel like I want to talk about later kind of um, how to present yourself when you're somewhere like bags to bring. We'll get to that later, though. But yeah. Oh, and then also just to tag on, too, because you mentioned the consulate. So something that's pretty cool, too, is if you go on to the immigration website or like the passport website, actually, for the United States, you can pay a little fee and you can check, it will check your name and let them know that you're in that country with the consulate there. Hmm. So for example, my husband and I went to Nigeria. So before we went, we let them know that the dates will be in Nigeria. So we're in their database. And we didn't really think we were going to need it. Long story short, I'll tell this at the end. Our flight, the wind caught on fire. So we had to land. And then the next day, like we're at the hotel about to go back to the airport again. And the consulate comes on. It's like happy guys. Like, hi. Um, so I'm the consulate. Uh, is Kemi and Warren on here? I was like, who is this guy? He's like, I'm from the consulate. And my husband's like, yeah, it's us, it's us, it's us. So it's pretty cool because at least they know you are in that location at that time. Mm-hmm. I don't think it costs too, too much either. So it's, it's good. Someone at least knows you're in that country. Heaven forbid something happens. Yeah, it sounds like it's worth it for sure. Yeah. That's a good one. So tip number two is to have your prescription medications 
and the prescription. So if you're you're going abroad, like just bring the essentials. Like him and I were saying, like definitely your medications, whatever you're on, have you know be able to get from your. Make sure your doctor knows that you're going to be out of the country, so they can give you you know however much you need for the period of time you're going to be traveling. So you don't have to worry about going to a pharmacy in another country trying to get what you you know what you take. Um, but also like so have your prescription medications if you take them. But also just like generic stuff if you need allergy medication. um tylenol you know whatever um pain you know pain relievers if you need band-aids like a first aid kit just having like generic items neosporin whatever whatever it is you know most first aid kits have everything you need but also just having those other things you may not be able to get in another well you can get it there but it may not it may not be what you're used to taking so we're just saying get what you can from from whatever country you are wherever country you live so when you get to where you're going, you have everything that you need. And, you know, in case of emergency, you have, you have more as well. Yeah, you don't want to be in a different country and you need allergy medicine and you're not 100% with the language. And you're trying to say, uh, 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 I need throat, uh, eyes. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So come prepared with that. Yes. Number three is local currency. So if you're with your study abroad program, they'll pro- some of them hook you up with this. I think Kiki said before that she was in a program and that she actually gave them the money and they did the exchange for them. But mm-hmm. local currency, it's always good to have it on you when you arrive because you never know if you may need to get a taxi from the airport or if people mostly use cash where you're going. So that's very important to have. And also check in to see the convert the currency conversion rates as well. Because sometimes, depending on where you're coming from, your dollar or pound or peso or whatever it is, it might hold more weight or it might not hold more weight. So you're, you can understand um, how much money you need to bring based on if it's a really expensive location compared to your currency or a very extra affordable um, conversion currency. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do. I, I got what you're saying. So tip number four is to pack travel size essential toiletries. Um, that's a duh. Well, I mean, that's a duh. You can, of course, put like full size stuff in your, you can check in your checked luggage. But just having like smaller, you know, your smaller toiletries is good too. So I, the basics that they're having here, of course, please, these are, ba- I hope these are basics for everybody. But like deodorant, toothpaste, your toothbrush, shampoo, conditioner, your body wash, Things that you hopefully use on a daily basis, you know, need to be like in your travel size. Kevin and I were just saying too, talking before we started recording, like just putting, having things in your carry on because you never know what could happen with your flight. It's like your check bags could be, you know, you may not get them for several days or whatever. Um, Having like your toiletries with you and even like other pairs of like undergarments, a fresh pair of clothes to pack in your carry-on so you have access to them. Like I said, in the event something happens, you can't get to your checked baggage right away. Um, but also, you just never know. Like You may not be able to get your what you use at home. You may not be able to get that in another country. Um, so if you, if you know you need a, spe- a special type of lotion, you, know, you, can, you can buy your travel size things and put them in the, little, the, smaller, the smaller versions. You don't have to bring the whole entire... Um, lotion bottle or soap bottle, whatever it may be. Um, also, it's just saying to, you know, bringing your like insect repellent, maybe depending on where you're going, having sunscreen, if you need contact solution. So making sure you can find either full-size versions of it, of course, but 
being able to find travel size versions of those things is good too. So you can just have them in your, in your smaller luggage as well. But yeah, you just never know. Cause you, again, we're not saying countries don't have everything that we, that you have where you live, but just in the event that they don't, you have it on back up with you as well. Yes. Uh, number five, power adapters and converters. So understand, so look at the country you're going to and then see if they have different uh, power adapters. So some countries have the same kind of two prong that we have in the United States. Uh, some do not. And then some you do need like a power converter because the power might um, overpower the power on your device. So you don't want it to. What's the word? <laughs> break your device and black it out, I guess the term is. So make sure you have an understanding of that before you go. They're relatively inexpensive, the ones that I've purchased before. So it's, it's always handy to have. Mm-hmm. And tip number six is just relevant to the last two years. Well, I mean, it could have been relevant for a long time, but um, having a face mask and hand, sin- hand sanitizer. So I guess I should say face mask plural. Because um, we know a lot of airlines are requiring you to wear face masks on the flight. So just having them, um, you know, I mean, you also want to make sure you know what the COVID protocols are wherever you're traveling to. If they're still requiring face masks, just you can buy them. You know, maybe you buy just a pack of them just to have on hand wherever you are. But definitely having sanitizer as well is good. And those are the main tips that we're going to share. Yeah. And then we're just going to dive into a couple of other some other general topics for packing. So, for example, when you're packing your clothes. Um, one important thing to remember is to ensure that you understand the culture of where you're going to. So you're not sure if make sure that you're considerate. Maybe they have laws where you have to wear long sleeves or cover, have different coverings. Um, sometimes all culture is not the same. There's different, you know, uh, perspectives on things. So maybe you might go to a country where they think you shouldn't be wearing jorts. So just make sure you're aware and you're packing accordingly. Um, when I travel, I always like to blend in. I'd never want to look like a tourist. Mm -hmm. I always want to look like I'm blending in and like I know what I'm doing, even if I don't. So don't try to pack anything that makes you look like you stand out too, too much. Mm -hmm. And don't I personally rule of thumb for me. I don't pack like not like I'm not like I'm bling blinging over here, but I don't pack (laughs) like I look like I'm expensive. Like Mm -hmm. I don't own a Louis, but if I had a Louis, I'm not bringing my whole Louis suitcase. because Someone's going to say, hmm. That's Louie. They got a lot of money. So right. for me, I just like to blend in as much as possible and be part of the culture. Mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of going to go off of that, too. Like just when you're I mean, I know it's cute to have, you know, go to the, the store and get like the cutest little backpack. But yeah, you don't want to bring attention to yourself. So making sure you have a bag that you can keep close to your body. They always say like backpacks, like you don't want to have a lot of pockets on them. Or if you do, you know, have locks on your backpacks. But I think just having a simple bag that maybe you can only get into in one pocket or one zipper, it makes sure that, you know, no one can just access, you know, God forbid that nobody can just access your bag multiple ways. So, you know, even if you need to, if you like have a lot of stuff in your bag, maybe you get like smaller bags to put like your important things in different little baggies. But yeah, I guess that's an- another thing too about just like packing in general or like your bags you get, like Kimmy said, you don't need to get something very flashy um, I guess this article talks about too, like don't overpack. So getting, you know, a bag, like, you know, having a carry on, if you have a smaller personal item, but getting a luggage suitcase that can fit a- or accommodate a lot of what you're going to need for your trip. You don't want to, you don't want to go with like 
three bags, like three big suitcases. Right. If you if you don't have to, because I'm at well, first of all, who's going to carry all that for you? Um, and secondly, you just don't need to have that much stuff. Usually, if you can like rewear things, you know, if you can mix and match stuff, that is really good, too. And of course, like bring comfortable shoes, but having a suitcase that can accommodate what you need to bring in the essentials, as we've already mentioned. Yeah, I think this this ties in well with the second topic on this page where it says how to resist the urge to overpack. So if you're only spending, uh, if you're only going to be there for a week or a month, just in general, kind of think of items that you can easily rewear or easily mix and match. So you're not packing a whole new outfit for each day. And also remember to pack shoes that you can wear on different occasions, but also remember to pack comfortable shoes. Because if you're, you're going to a new country, you're most likely going to do a lot of walking and a lot of sightseeing. So make sure you're bringing comfortable shoes. And something that's very, very helpful that I used, uh, my husband and I used, because we just moved internationally, was the, what's it called? The luggage scale handbag. So you loop it and it weighs your luggage to make sure that you're underneath the weight requirement for your airline. Because mm. that can be very, very expensive. I think one air, the airline we were on, it was $30, 30 to $35 to check your bag. But if it was over 50 pounds, it was going to be 136. So mm. we, we checked <laughs> our bags like three times each mm-hmm. just to make sure we were right on the nose and that we weren't over that limit. So that's very, very helpful. And it, it also helps you to balance out, what do I really need? Do I really mm-hmm. need to pack these? Am I really going to wear this? Do I really, really need this? So you need to do a lot of soul searching in that regard too. <laughs> that's a good point. And I would just say kind of, the, well, I don't know if we're rounding it out or not, but it also talks about considering your, um, consider your ops, your access to laundry. So maybe, maybe if you pack, if you overpack anything, I would say overpack like your undergarments, undergarments and socks. Cause you just don't know, you want to do, you know, check ahead of time. How can you do your laundry? But if you can't, you know, you at least know you have extra pairs of undergarments but if you can too like maybe bring small packets or little bottles of detergent so if you need to wash your stuff in the sink or something like that or you can't get to a you know laundry easily then you know you can you know wash your clothes and um you probably have to you know you may have to line dry them but if you can get to a laundromat somewhere or wherever you are then that's obviously a great resource to have Mm -hmm. i think oh one more thing on here that we can review lightly and it's just miscellaneous items that you don't really think of. So if you're going to bring a bag, always have at least a pen or a notebook or a paper. You never know what you're going to need. Maybe you need to fill out an immigration form once you touch um, ground, once you get to where your location is. Uh, another thing to remember is make sure you have your charger with you. I feel like I always, if I'm about to leave the house for a vacation or something, I always think, I'm like, wait a minute, do I have my charger? Yes, because mm-hmm. your phone is your, basically your life, right? So make sure you pack your charger or they even have those portable batteries as well that you can buy. So you can actually hook up your phone to that. So that that could be helpful if you have space in your bag. Don't forget, you know, your camera or or your Kindle or regular books. If you need that while you are traveling a long flight or a long train ride, whatever have you. And am I missing anything else? This little in... Oh, a small padlock if you're going to stay at a hostel, those little items. So make sure you have those with you as well. Oh, and also, no, I think that's it. We already touched on medication. So you're fine. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Well, I guess too, I'm looking at, looking at the bottom, looking at the bottom of this article. It says to or yeah, to just be mindful of your return trip. So I know when you travel, like you want to get souvenirs and little things that you get from wherever you're traveling to. Remember what you came with. And remember how you like you have to get back to where you're going. You have to get back to your home um, country. So again, like kind of came like Kimmy just mentioned, like overpacking. Like you may have came and your suitcase was at the limit. If you buy a whole bunch of stuff, it may not all fit, and you may have to pay extra. So if you're able to do that, great. If you can't do that, consider like packing lighter in the beginning of your trip. Regardless, if you know you want to bring, if you know you want to bring stuff back, you know, home to your family, to your friends, whoever. Maybe just pack lighter, you know, at the beginning of your trip so you can have more room for your souvenirs, things like that. Or if you can, you know, if you can buy another bag and you want to pay for the extra fee to bring something home, then do that. But yeah, just be mindful that you have to get back home and you don't want to overpack when you're going back. Oh, and also that your items that you bought, that they can go through customs because you might find something Mm -hmm. you really like and then they might not even pass. Because I know like certain foods... Mm-hmm, like fruits and stuff too, yeah. Yeah, fruits for sure. You can't, for in certain places, you can't bring them back. Um, so make sure you do your research on that. As mm-hmm. always, do your research. Everybody repeat after us. Do, do your, your research. research. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that was our Relevant Ramble for this week. We hope you are enjoying our international series so far. Um, Thank you for chiming in. I mean, thank you for listening. Thank you for the emails. Thank you for the positive feedback. But if you want to show support, please feel free to leave us a comment or leave us a like if you're listening on Spotify. Share with your families. Share with your friends. If you would like to make a donation, we have a Venmo link in the show notes. But until then, we will see you in the next one. Everybody have a great week. See you. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to the latest episode of Your Advisors. We'll see you now. Please make sure to follow us on all of our social media pages and check out our website. Take a look at the show notes below. And please make sure to subscribe and share this podcast. Also, show us some love and please leave a five-star review. Catch you next time. See ya.